What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Diary of a Balkan Kid podcast. On this podcast, what I do is I share my diary entries in an effort to make you guys feel less alone in this journey of life. I share my thoughts, my opinions, and my experiences, and any life lessons that I've learned so far. And every once in a while, I bring a guest on the show to interview if I'm curious about them or I feel like they have something to offer us. Because unfortunately, there's only so much in life that I can experience myself and so many lessons that I can learn myself. Sometimes I need a little bit of outside help. That way I can just keep giving you guys some more perspective. And with that being said, drum roll please. This week's episode is about a professor of mine that I had in college during my last semester of my senior year. And though I met this person two years ago, their, their impact on me, the impression that they made on me is still so relevant and vivid in my mind. And I honestly, it's made such a huge impact on my life to where I feel like it'd be disrespectful not to make this podcast. And one of the major themes, a couple of the major themes that we're going to discuss in this podcast today is old people are, are though we view them as old and far gone and deplorable, pretty much the way we see them, old people are such a huge resource. You know, they, they contain so much knowledge and information and wisdom to where if you don't hear them out and if you don't spend some time with them and listen to them, you know, we, we lose so much so much of that history and so much of that, that, that wisdom that resides within them. And the reason why I say that is because this person that I'm speaking about was a very old woman, okay? And she, she had this huge impact on me. And then the second theme that we're going to sp- discuss is vulnerability is courage. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into this poem. This one is called Devine. In her voice, I hear courage. In her words, I feel pressure. Tectonic plates shift. Destruction follows collision. Rubble births creation. This is no natural disaster. This is the result of one woman and her decision to be vulnerable. Now the story begins with a 21-year-old me. Looking forward to the home stretch of college, the finish line, the breeze that this last semester is going to be, trying to fill out a schedule. Now for this last semester, I already completed all my core classes for my major. I, I think I had one more like data analytics class to take. So pretty much this last semester was just going to be me and me doing one major core class and a bunch of electives. Now this is really stupid what I did. I please, please do not recommend I do not recommend doing this, though it worked out very well for me because, I mean, I wouldn't have this story if I didn't do this, but I was choosing my electives based off of the time, you know, trying to make my schedule as nice and small and and as efficient as possible. That way, I didn't have to spend much time on campus. I can drive to school and go home. And one of the final pieces of the puzzle that was my college, my last semester schedule was a creative writing class that just fit in the schedule like a glove. It was perfect timing. I think it was around like 1.30 in the afternoon. I think it was three times a week. No, it was twice a week, an hour and a half class each, something like that. I honestly forget. Maybe it was three times a week, 55 minutes per class. I, It's beyond me at this point. But anyways, so I found this creative writing class that fits the schedule. Of course, I'm going to take it because that's what I'm looking for. It's just an, an efficient schedule. And I really didn't give it much thought at all. I never did any sort of creative writing before that. I mean, it might be a surprise to you guys, but other than like a few assignments in in high school, maybe like 
short stories or some something like that. I never practiced creative writing. I never even tried it out. So I was like, hey, whatever. You know, if it's the schedule, let's see what happens. And before we get into the details of what went down in that creative writing class, I know we all have the the cliche we see in the movies. We know we know the whole shebang, right? You know, college professors, they're so dope, you know, they're so inspiring, like you're an adult now, you can connect to them, you know, and all that, all that, all that jazz. But for me, like my I was never like that in college. Like I like I said, I, I went to class, I did what I had to do, and I went home. I didn't spend any more time on campus than I had to. We all know the type, and I'm not knocking them. I mean more power to them who first day of class, you know, they're they're staying after with the professor and by the by two weeks in they're like best friends with the professor, right? That was never me, right? I just, uh, whatever. For some reason, I'm awkward with, with people in positions of, of power, I guess you would say. Like, I don't know. I can't, have, I can't really form relationships with, with, like, bosses or, like, professors or things like that. I mean, that was until this point. Obviously, like, I formed a relationship with Devine or else I wouldn't have wrote this poem about her and things like that. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because I think that makes this whole story that much more special is because I was completely blindsided and I never expected to have a professor have this kind of impact on me. So here I am, first day of class, silly week, I'm walking into the room and I see this tiny, tiny, old, gray-haired woman standing at the front. So I go ahead, I say hello, I sit down in my chair and her, her structure is one of the funniest things about this story. It's because she literally stands about at most, you know, with, with, with some nice shoes on, four foot ten. And the reason why I find this so funny is because her tiny, tiny structure and her skeleton, her body, just contrasts so much to her just great power and her ability to shift tectonic plates within me and other students. And other than that first impression that I had of Devine, nothing else really remarkable happened that first day of class. Other than, you know, introductions, we went around the room. Hey, my name is Amir Serkovich. I like the outdoors, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You know, there, there was something else that remarkably happened. I guess I'll remark on it. I'll make a remark. You know, when you're going around the room, first day of class, everybody's introducing themselves. And you always got the people who are like, hey, I'm Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm a junior at the University of Connecticut. And you're sitting there like, swear to God, bro, you go to UConn too? You couldn't, you really couldn't think of anything to say. Like, you had 15 minutes while everybody else was going. You couldn't say, like, dogs or something like that. That shit used to kill me. But anyways, the, the, the story continues on. You know, the week continued on. And every, every class that we had, Devine would pull a little bit more out of us. You know, just opening us slowly like a little, like a little shell. You know, she would crack it and crack it and crack it until one day she told a story that just, for me, she bursted the shell. You know, like I said in the poem, the tectonic plates shifted. There was destruction, but after that destruction within me came uh, rebirth, you know, of me and myself and who, who I picture myself as. So the way that she did this, the way that she just cracked that show was she told the story and it was, I want to say, one of her deepest and darkest, darkest stories. There I am, not expecting anything from this class, not expecting to take it seriously, not really even paying attention. When Devine starts telling the story of how when she was in college, she went somewhere down south, I forget where, during the civil rights movements. I remember she, she told us how, you know, how MLK died when she was, uh, MLK was assassinated when she was in college and the protests and the movements and she was a huge civil, right, civil rights activist. That right there, I'm just giving you to just put some date on her. 
So anyways, she's down at college and her mother comes down. She drives down from Connecticut to come pick her up. They're driving back home, I think it's for winter break, when Devine is driving the vehicle. She falls asleep at the wheel. When she comes to, she sees she's swerving out of her lane. She tries to jerk it, fixes it, ends up oversteering, ends up flipping the car off the road. The, the car flips multiple, multiple times. She passes out. When she comes to, she wakes up. She looks to her right to check her mother, and this is her words. She described how her mother's neck was snapped and she was laying there dead. And she described how she was shaking her mother. And, you know, like, I can't even, I can't even get into more detail because it's just, it's just too raw to even think about, you know. And, and when she told this story, I was sitting there in awe because I literally and physically saw courage for, for the first time in my life. You know, like. Courage isn't, maybe I could say I saw courage like somebody on the football field, like making a play that, that, that took a lot of courage. You know, they, they went in as hard as they could to hit somebody or something like that. But this was a different type of courage. You know what I mean? To stand up in a, in, in a room full of strangers and tell a story filled with so much pain and so much guilt, I can imagine, and, and just letting it all out there. And when I saw that courage for the first time, and it, it really hit me like, wow. This woman is brave. You know, this, this tiny old woman is one of the bravest people that I've ever met in my life. Like, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me and force me, like, with a gun to my head at that point in my life to stand up in a room full of people and tell a story like that. Think about it. Your mother dying, basically at your hands. You know, like, that's just not something that you, you share with people. You know, let alone strangers. That's just not. So when I saw that, those, those tectonic plates started shifting inside of me. Because she told that story, and I started realizing, like, up until this point in my life, I only saw one side of courage, which was, like, throwing your body on the line to go make a play or something like that. Like, I thought that was courageous. But then and there, I realized that courage is being vulnerable, and it opened up this whole other aspect to life for me. You know, that, that some of the beauty in life, or most of the beauty in life, is to be vulnerable, you know, to tell your story, because other people hear that, and it opens them up, you know, how it opens their eyes, like it opened my eyes, and don't think for one second that, even though Devine has a lifetime of doing this, you know, as, as an author, as a poet, as a professor, she has a lifetime of, of experience opening up like this, and being vulnerable, don't think for a second that it was easy for her, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. She said herself that she didn't begin to, even though she was a poet, she went to school for English. She didn't write or even process her thoughts about that event happening, you know, her mother passing away for 10 years. You know, so it, it was not easy. And this, this vulnerability, when you are vulnerable, it's, it's not easy. It never is. But I think she understands that it's necessary. And she knew, she knew very well what she was doing that day when she was sharing that story you know she didn't share it just to share it she she shared that story to 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 show you know what vulnerability is and what courage is and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to pick that up because it changed me forever it was like a switch that just went off inside of me everything changed like I realized that I didn't have to bottle everything up you know what I mean I didn't have to keep everything to myself because when you release it Though it's a sacrifice, though it's hard, though like doing this podcast isn't always easy, 
it's worth it, you know, because you just might inspire somebody else and you might change somebody else's life. And the human experience is is the beauty of life. And to not share that and to not express that, is, it's, it's a massive, massive loss. And I have a clip prepared for you guys that just puts it so well that I have to, I have to play it for you. This clip is from the Dead Poets Society, and this is Robin Williams, the late, great speaking. Rest in peace. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race, and the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. I'm so happy I found that clip. Because in my own words, I don't think I could have portrayed that even better. And for it to come from Robin's mouth is just, I think it's really, really, really awesome. Now, not only did this did this class and that story and Devine give me the confidence to do this podcast and the courage, but with that flip that switched, I started seeing life differently. You know, it was like I started seeing life in a more vivid color. You know, the little things I started paying more attention to. And it just changed everything. As the class went on and I continued writing, I kind of refined my skills, not only in writing, like I'm still... I honestly below average, like I'm whatever at writing, but the practice of writing starts you to starts to teach you a little bit more about yourself. You know, you start getting more in tune with yourself. You start understanding more of who you are. And I started doing the 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 impossible. I started going to see Devine during after hours. You know, sharing my writing with her, my thoughts, and she would continue. You know, giving me feedback. And honestly, like I, it meant so much from her. To, it meant so much to hear from her that you know she thought I was talented in this, in this, in this aspect, in this field of creative writing. And I, th- I thought that was awesome. But she continued to tell me these stories, you know, of 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 just things that normal people don't share. She told me stories about her own addiction problems. She told me stories about her son's addictions problems, and just et cetera, et cetera. And it just kept going on. And as the class went on. We kept doing more exercises and and reading our writing. I eventually started reading my writing in front of the class. And that's where I gained this confidence to speak to you guys right now. Because at the end of the day, like this right here, these experiences, these these realizations, they're they're not worth anything if I keep them to myself. Like it's it's pretty selfish. I could keep it to myself and try to capitalize on it as much as I could. But if I'm not giving it to somebody else, if I'm not giving it to you, then it's really not worth anything at all. And in that class, I saw firsthand what would happen when I shared my work. I saw it firsthand. You know, I had the confidence to go up and speak. I think I was like one of the first ones to start sharing, you know, what I was writing in front of the class. And the second I started doing that, I saw more people doing it. And then after they shared, more people doing it. You know, so as the weeks went on, everybody was getting more comfortable with each other in the class and everybody was getting closer and it was a beautiful thing. Because I got to gain so much perspective hearing these people's stories and hearing these people's trials and tribulations and in success stories and just everything. You know what I mean? It was just such a beautiful thing. And like when you think about it, to not have that aspect in life, like that this this whole other side that comes with when people are vulnerable, it's it's sad, bro. It's it's honestly sad. Like it's such a beautiful thing that if we don't practice that, 
then what's what's it worth? You know what I mean? We can go through the motions. We can have shallow conversations and shallow excitement and fun and whatever. But if you don't have that depth that comes with vulnerability, then that's exactly what life will be for all of us. Shallow. And it's a crazy feeling to just, you know, when I would read my work and then somebody would come up after me and I would see them literally like struggling to read it. But I would see them like literally just getting, I would see the weight coming off their shoulders by the time they finished reading. You know what I mean? They would come off and like, even if something, even if the piece that they were reading was hard and, you know, like filled with pain or whatever, when, when they walked back to their seat, I could see them with a little pep in their step, you know, they just let a little bit of weight off of them. And it's, it's freaking, it's amazing. I don't know what else to say. It's amazing. I feel like for, for nobody to do that, for a lot of us to not do that is crazy, man. You know, like you got, you got this shit on your chest. Let it go. Let it go, man. It will change your life. I'm telling you, even if, even if you want to just start off by just writing to yourself, you know what I mean? The thing you're struggling with, just write it down. Try to be creative with it. Try to make it flow. Try to make it sound right. Try to get the right words, adjectives, whatever you need. Work at it. I guarantee you'll feel a little better. And then once you, you have the confidence, take the step, share it with somebody. It'll change your life. And I, 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 I 100% mean that. Like it changed my life. This class, like, I honestly, I can't picture where I would be right now if I never took this class and I never met Devine. Like, it's weird. You know, my life, I'd be seeing it in a whole different, whole different lens, through a whole different lens. And listen, I understand that this isn't for everybody. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody to do this. It's because it's not easy. It takes a certain type of person. It takes a certain level of courage to be vulnerable, you know, to share your feelings and I understand it can be fu- viewed as doing too much. You know, you're doing too much. Like, keep that shit to yourself. But like, nah, bro, if, if it's not for you, like, listen, don't knock it. All right, you don't got to read it. You don't got to listen to it. Just let it rock. Do your own thing. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But don't knock it. Nobody's doing too much. Because you don't understand the impact that, the, that these, these, types of, these types of things have on other people. You know what I mean? Like, somebody could li- be listening to this podcast right now and be like, damn, like, I want to experience that for myself. I want to let go of this weight. You know what I mean? I want, to, I want to be courageous. I want to be vulnerable. But then, of course, there's definitely going to be other people listening to this podcast who are like, yo, this kid's doing too much. What is he talking about? Why is he reading poetry? You know what I mean? But just like Robin said, poetry, love, romance, that's what we stay alive for. And I just want to give a big shout out to everybody who was in that class, who went through that experience with me. Obviously, a huge shout out to Devine. Thank you so much for being the person that you are. You you little but freaking ginormous woman, you. <laughs> and also, of course, I got to give a huge shout out to each and every one of you listening. You know, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast and I really hope you continue tuning in. Please feel free to always reach out to me. I'm here and take that first step, you know, try to write something down, try to get something off your shoulders. It don't have to be that deep. Just try it out. Also, one more important thing to take away. I said this at the beginning of the show. One of the main themes is old people have that wisdom, man. Like, talk to them. Don't be afraid. Like, you think they're old and they're like dinosaurs and they're not even human beings. Yo, talk to them. I'm telling you. Some of them have hearts of 18-year-olds. And when you find them, it blows your mind. You know what I'm saying? They just have so much to offer you. They have so much wisdom, but they have this, this, this energy that is just, it's unbelievable. So look for that, man. Talk to some old people. Go out, walk on the streets. Say, hey, old person, come here. Let me talk to you for a second. (laughs) 
And other than that, man, after you're done talking to some old people, after you're done writing down some some poetry or something, just enjoy your day. You know, take it easy, take it slow. I always see these things to that, like these posts that say, like, enjoy the little things, you know, whether it's a cup of coffee or a walk, like, go do that. You know what I'm saying? Romanticize your life. Take it slow, take it easy. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>